Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Ian Castleberry, and I'm a writer, editor, and podcaster. Thank you for listening and downloading. If you know me, you know I love movies. And if you don't know me, I've been writing about movies for a long time, ever since I started blogging 15 years ago. Holy crap, was it that long ago? I've even been fortunate enough to be paid for writing for movies at the AP party, the comeback, and awful announcing. And just recently, I began contributing reviews for Asheville's alternative weekly newspaper, Mountain Express. Thanks to Edwin R. Noden for that opportunity. But nowadays, I'm writing about movies on my personal site, which you can find at castlebloggy.com. It's been extremely gratifying to have friends and followers care what I think about movies. People checking out my review or asking if I've written about a particular movie, either to compare it to what they thought or to decide whether or not to see something, is really flattering. It's a nice feeling. I'd like to think I'd write about movies no matter what, just to get my thoughts down for the record, but knowing that people are reading provides that extra nudge of motivation. So with this new podcast, I figured I'd include some movie reviews too. And if you're talking about movies right now, and I'm recording this on March 26, 2019, you're probably talking about Us, Jordan Peele's follow-up to Get Out, and the continuing, very impressive redefinition of his career as an artist. Peel has made another thinking person's horror film. No, Us probably won't resonate the way his first movie did, and the story's resolution doesn't feel as satisfying. That might compel some fans and critics to use terms like sophomore slump in critiquing this movie. But Peel deserves credit for not repeating himself here, something that surely would have been easy to do. Whether or not you consider Us a scary movie depends on your personal preferences. If scary means making you jump in your seat, turtling into the person sitting next to you, or screaming out loud, you might feel a bit let down. But Us is most certainly creepy, with imagery that might live inside your head for a while and revisit when you close your eyes. The broken mirror doubles that a family suddenly encounters are chilling. A credit to makeup and costuming as well as some fantastic acting, both in a physical and psychological sense, from the cast. Us presents ideas for you to think about long after you leave the theater, pondering just what the movie is trying to say. One of those ideas will probably compel you to Google, unless you really know your Bible verses. Is the way we live and interact with others different from our baser instincts and personalities? When threatened with grave danger, how would you react? How much influence does our surrounding world have on us? And there is so much more. This is a movie you might want to see with someone else, because you'll want to talk about what you've seen, what each of you noticed, or how you were affected by different things. I have to admit, I was disappointed when the credits started rolling. Us didn't scare me like I hoped it would. There also seemed to be far too many ideas and commentary sprinkled throughout the story for everything to tie together nicely at the end. That leaves a lot of questions, like, where did the doppelgangers get those golden scissors? Yet as I thought more about what I just watched, especially during the drive home, my appreciation for the movie grew. My first reaction on a movie is the one I usually stick with, but not this time. You know how sometimes things line up? Yeah. You know, like coincidences. 
Since we've been here, they've been happening more and more. I think, I feel like it means that she's getting closer. Who? For many, the biggest takeaway will be Lupita Nyong'o and how impressive her performance is. She takes the role normally assumed by a man, the protector of the family, the one who takes down the threat. What makes that even more compelling is that her character, Adelaide, begins the story as more of a scared, agitated figure. She seems like she needs to be saved. But when someone needs to take charge, Adelaide is the one to do it. She's swinging the big stick, or in this case, the fireplace poker. However, Nyong'o isn't just playing Adelaide. She's also portraying her warped double, someone who spent too long being hidden and ignored and wants retribution for a life of deprivation. Nyong'o's physical demeanor is completely different for this character. She's angry instead of scared. She's aggressive instead of timid. Her eyes convey an unnerving insanity, and her voice is nightmarish, the strained wail of a woman finally vocalizing her fury after being kept silent for most of her life. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Another unexpected joy is Winston Duke, the guy who stood out as M'Baku in Black Panther, a hulking warrior capable of taking down T'Challa or Killmonger, is a big old softy here. He's a giant dork, a good husband and father often making groaner jokes. He just wants a relaxing weekend at the family summer home, and maybe a boat too. Who doesn't want a vacation near a lake without a boat, right? But rather than fight the bad guys, though he does defend himself, he stays with the kids while his wife takes care of business. To me, Us was saved by a revelation that compels you to look at the entire movie in a different way. I plan on seeing it again to catch what I may have missed and what has to be viewed from a new angle. Some might say Peel wasn't successful if his message wasn't clear the first time, but maybe that's a signal that there's a whole lot more here than you may have realized. A movie that rewards second and multiple viewings is a rich one, and many of us might appreciate it more weeks, months, and years from now. From that view, us might have an even greater life than Get Out, even if it's not as pleasing. <laughs> Peel's second movie was almost certainly going to suffer in comparison to his first one. That's probably not fair, but it demonstrates how impressive Get Out was. The sketch comedian had a lot more to offer than we knew. He's completely redefined himself as an artist, now viewed as a master of horror with his first two films, the upcoming Twilight Zone series on CBS All Access, and his remake of Candyman. It's a title he deserves. Eventually, that body of work may stretch throughout the land, like the Hands Across America charity event he makes fun of in Us. However, we won't be mocking Peel in 30-plus years. Creep on in, on in, on in. What did you think of us? Is there anything you think I missed or hoped I'd talk about? Please send over some feedback at thepodcasts at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-S. The show is also on Twitter and Instagram at thepodcasts. I'm not sure I'm going to do a Facebook page, but it's probably better to claim it before someone else does. I'll get back to you on that. 
But for now, you can find me at facebook.com slash iancass. That's I-A-N-C-A-S-S. That's also my personal Twitter handle, at iancass. And I'm on Instagram, at iancass6873. Thank you for listening. And remember, if something that looks like you is climbing the tree outside your window, you're probably in trouble. Get a baseball bat. Let's do this again very soon, okay? The intro music for the podcast is Jupiter's Smile by the 126ers. You can find more of their work on YouTube.